Good morning, everyone. This is Scott Lutz, and um, and today, for your scripture reading of the day, we are going to be in Psalm 9, 1-20, through 20, the director of music um, to the tune of the death of the Son, a Psalm of David. Then we're going to go to Acts 17, 1-34. through 34. So let's go ahead and read the scripture. Psalm 9, from the director of music to the tune of the death of the Son, a Psalm of David. I will praise you, O Lord, with all my heart. I will tell of all your wonders. I will be glad and rejoice in your name. I will sing praise to your name, O Most High. My enemies will turn back. My, they stumble and perish before you. For you have upheld my right and my cause. You have sat on your throne, judging righteously. You have rebuked the nations and destroyed the wicked. You have blotted out their name forever and ever. Endless ruin has overtaken the enemy. You have uprooted their cities. Even the memory of them has perished. The Lord reigns forever. He has established his throne for judgment. He will judge the world in righteousness. He will govern the peoples with justice. The Lord is a, is a refuge for the oppressed, a stronghold in times of trouble. Those who know your name will trust in you. For you, Lord, have never forsaken those who seek you. Sing praises to the Lord enthroned in Zion. Proclaim among the nations what he has done. For he who avenges blood remembers he does not ignore the cry of the afflicted. O Lord, see how my enemies persecute me. Have mercy and lift me up from the gates of death that I may declare my your praise in the gates of the daughter of Zion, and there rejoice in your salvation. The nations have fallen into the pit they have dug. Their feet are caught in the net they have ridden. They have hidden. The Lord is known by his justice. The wicked are snared by the work of their hands. Higan Salah. The wicked return to the grave. All the nations that forget God, but the needy will not always be forgotten, nor the hope of the afflicted even perish. Arise, O Lord, let not, not man triumph. Let the nations be judged in your presence. Strike them with terror, O Lord. Let the nations know they are but men. Salah. Let's go ahead and head to your New Testament reading. All right, so now we are in Acts Um 17, 1 through 34, in Thessalonica, let's go ahead and read the scripture. When they had passed through Amphipolis and Apollonia, they came to Thessalonica, where they there was a Jewish, Jewish synagogue. At, as his custom was, Paul went into the synagogue, and on three Sabbath days he reasoned with them from the scriptures, explaining and proving that the Christ had to suffer and rise from the dead, this Jesus I proclaim to you is the Christ. He said, Some of the Jews were persuaded and joined Paul and Silas, as did a large number of God-fearing Greeks, and not a few prominent women. But the Jews were jealous, so they rounded up some bad characters from the marketplace, formed a mob, and started a riot in the city. They rushed to Jason's house in search of Paul and Silas in order to bring them out to the crowd. But then, But when they did not find them, they dragged Jason and some other brothers 
before the city officials shouting, These men have caused trouble all over the world, have now come here, and Jason had, has welcomed them into their, his house. They are all defying Caesar's decrees, saying that there is another king, one called Jesus. When they heard this, the crowd and the city officials were thrown into turmoil. Then they made Jason and the others post bond and, and let them go. In Berea, as soon as it was night, the brothers sent Paul and Silas away to, Bor to Berea. On arriving there, they went to the Jewish synagogue. Now the Bereans were of more noble character than the Thessalonians. For they received the message with great eagerness and examined the scriptures every day to see if what Paul said was true. Many of the Jews believed, as did also a number of prominent Greek women and many Greek men. When the Jews in Thessalonica learned that Paul was preaching the word of God at Berea, they went there too, agitating the crowds and stirring them up. The brothers immediately sent Paul to the coast, but Silas and Timothy stayed at Berea. The men who escorted Paul brought him to Athens and then left with instructions for Silas and Timothy to join him as soon as possible. In Athens, while P Paul was waiting for them in Athens, he was greatly distressed to see that the city was full of idols. So he reasoned in the synagogue with the Jews and the God-fearing Greeks, as well as the marketplace day by day with those who happened <laughs> to be there. A group of Epicurean Stoic philosophers began to dispute with him. Some of them asked, What is this babbler trying to say? Others remarked, He seems to be advocating foreign gods. They said this because Paul was preaching the good news about Jesus and the resurrection. Then they took him and brought him to a meeting of the Arapagus, where they said to him, "We May, may we know what this new teaching is that you are presenting. You are bringing some strange ideas to our ears, and we want to know what they mean. All the, the Athenians and the foreigners who lived there spent their time doing nothing but talking about and listening to the latest ideas. Paul then stood up in the meeting of the uh, Arapagus and said, Men of Athens, I see that in every way you are very religious. For as I walked around and looked carefully at the, your objects of worship, I even found an altar with this inscription, To an unknown God. Now what you worship as something unknown, I am going to proclaim to you. The God who made the world and everything in it is the Lord of heaven and earth, and does not live in temples built by hands. And he is not served by human hands, as if he needed anything, because he himself gives all men life and breath and everything else. From one man he made every nation of men, that they should inhabit the whole earth, and he determined the time set for them and the exact places where they should live. God did this so that men would seek him and perhaps reach out for him and find him. Though he is not far from each one of us, for in him we live and move and have our being. As some of you 
your own poets have said, we are the his offspring. Therefore, since we are God's offspring, we should not think that the divine being is like gold or silver or stone, an image made by man's design and skill. In the past, God overlooked such ignorance, but now he commands all people everywhere to repent. For he has set a day when he will judge the world with justice by the man he has appointed. He has given proof of this to all men by raising him from the dead. When they heard about the resurrection of the dead, some of them sneered, but others said, We want to hear you again on this subject. At that, Paul left the council. A few men became followers of Paul and believed. Among them was Dionysus, a member of the Arapagus, also a woman named Damaris, and a number of others. Let's go ahead and close in prayer. Dear God, I just praise you. I thank you for everything you've done. Please protect those who are listening to these messages. I just pray that these messages reach even the darkest parts of this world. I pray this in your precious name. In Jesus' name, amen. God bless you. Have a good day.